Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You're listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast, a Texas Tech athletics podcast where food and sports clash at the goal line. Here are your hosts, Spencer and Michael. Welcome to the 23 Personnel Podcast. This is your host, Michael. Uh, Spencer is out this week, so it's me flying solo again today. I just kind of wanted to get my thoughts out there on the Texas Tech loss up in Manhattan. Texas Tech loses 37-28 to to Kansas State. Uh, Despite making it interesting, they're late. An interception was thrown in a play that seemed to have been blown dead. But it doesn't really matter in the scheme of things, except for those who might have had an interesting wager on the game. But uh, Tech goes down 37-28. This makes the seventh win in a row for the Kansas State Wildcats. They've really had Tech's number over the last several years. They're now 1-12 in in the last 13. So uh, Kansas State really uh, building on that overall record. But today, I mean – I think overall, the main thing I wanted to to point out was just how this offense just looked flat. Uh, they looked like they did against North Carolina State. Um, you know, the, the defense as well as they played, it was it's a tale of big plays. Really, I think the big plays are what sealed the deal for the Wildcats. The Wildcats are that's kind of a new thing for me. I mean, um, you know, I, I I haven't been a a huge watcher of Wildcat football, but for the last several seasons, the big play has not really been their uh, go-to method of getting points on the board. But definitely this week and last week, uh, just in spades with Adrian Martinez and Deuce Vaughn, we'll get to how well they played later, really just giving Tech's defense all they could handle to the point where despite keeping Tech in the game, the defense eventually folded. Um, I think what I'd like to just start out with a little bit is just go through the offense, you know, the offense had another rough day on third down five of 14. I think it was worse than that going into the last few minutes. Uh, I think they kind of helped that out a little bit. One of three on fourth down, they weren't as, as uh, aggressive on fourth down, mostly because they had a lot of yards to gain. So I I don't think that fourth down uh, aggressiveness has gone, gone anywhere. It's just when it's fourth and nine or when it's fourth and 14, I, I don't think they're going to go for it as much. What killed you today too, as far as uh, offense is turnovers. I mean, Smith, unfortunately responsible for three of them with a fumble on a strip sack, two interceptions, one late, uh, one fumble by one of the run, running backs. Honestly, can't remember who that's been a while, um, but Four turnovers today. That's not going to get you a win, especially on the road. Got to take care of the ball. Uh, rush yards. Tech was doing a better job there towards the end of the second quarter. 
getting the running backs more involved. Um, but on the end of the day, they still just ended with 114 rush yards on 34 carries, only 16 of those by running backs. So I, I wanted to see a little bit more, uh, you know, a little bit more touches for Taj Brooks and Sir Roderick Thompson. But I think the game kind of got away from them a little bit. You know, Tech came out in that second half. I think they punted immediately. But despite the defense holding, the rush defense and the rush attempts just kind of went down, went back to passing. So Donovan Smith threw 48 times, 34 48, 359 yards, had two touchdowns. Uh, two interceptions, though, and, you know, as far as running is concerned, he ran 18 times for 20 yards. Smith was also sacked six times, um, including that sack fumble. He was hurried four times, and then this is the kicker that I think a lot of people will focus on. Texas Tech was sackled for, or, excuse me, tackled for 10, uh, 10 plays tackled for a loss. Uh, That's obviously the wrong direction. Uh, The offensive line has to play better than smarter decisions. Maybe don't maybe get rid of the ball, maybe throw it away. Um, You know, maybe even just getting it to your wide receiver. I mean, you're running back. Maybe that's not the best play either. Maybe just throw it out of bounds and don't take 10 tackles for a loss in a game. Uh, wide receivers, though, it was kind of interesting. Xavier White had a bust-out game today, nine receptions, 120 yards, 13 yards per catch. Cleveland with some beautiful catches, uh, three just receptions, 98 yards, including that one-hander that I really am surprised they didn't call as an offensive pass interference, but I'll take it. So he averaged almost 33 yards per catch today. Miles Price, six catches, 44 yards, 7.3 yards per catch. I think he went out a little bit banged up. I didn't see him much in the remaining quarter, or at least the remaining half of the fourth quarter. Uh, Loic Fungi, three receptions. I mean, really just everybody spread around. You know, Taj Brooks, like we mentioned before, four receptions for five yards. So there's kind of where your tackles for loss were coming from, too. So Roderick Thompson, two receptions for seven yards. Uh, You know, dumping to the running back is not necessarily – going to uh, result in a positive play, as we saw a lot today. The offense continues to be uh, an issue, Um, you know, kind of a feast or famine like we've discussed. Wanted to see more out of them this week. Uh, Disappointed in in the first couple of possessions. I think that really put Tech's defense on their heels. But, you know, to the defense, Tech really held up their end of the bargain. Uh, You know, was really proud of what they were able to do until finally – it just kind of got to where they reached their limit. Uh, you know, Merriweather came in, he had the most tackles of the day, but despite that, uh, you know, Tech was really only able to get to Martinez three times. They had five tackles for a loss, uh, so that they did make some big plays, but Kansas State made even bigger plays, and and that's going to be kind of the, the big story of the game. You know, d- despite... Tech's defense holding Kansas State without a first down in almost two full quarters. You know, Kansas State came out, two plays, touchdown, drove down, got a field goal, two drives in a row, so three scoring drives in a row. And then Tech's defense produces this sequence on uh, the remaining possessions, fumble, punt, 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 punt. And then finally, uh, towards the very end of the third quarter, that two-play touchdown drive 
was just a backbreaking 69 yard run from Deuce Vaughn. Um, you know, that kind of opened the floodgates for the Kansas State offense to get going again. But really impressed with what they were able to do. I, it just seemed like one of those games where eventually Kansas State was going to figure it out. And they did. Uh, Kansas State, Adrian Martinez, only through 19 times, seemed to be like the blowing thought around most of Texas Tech fans in the Big 12 was if, if you get Martinez and force him to throw on you, You've got a good shot. Well, he didn't really have to. So, uh, you know, he was 12 of 19, 116 yards. He did have a touchdown in there. They only had, um, you know, 12 those out of those 12 receptions, three went to Cade Warner, five went to Phillip Brooks, and then you just had one to four other uh, receivers, including Deuce Vaughn. Deuce Vaughn, 23 carries, 170 yards, 7.4 yards per carry, including that 69-yarder that we mentioned earlier. Adrian Martinez, 12 carries, 171 yards. So in almost half the carries, he had the same amount of yardage as Deuce Farm. 14.3 yards on average whenever he took off with it. Three touchdowns, his own 69-yard rushing attempt um, on the day. Just really killed any momentum that Tech started to kind of develop towards the end of that third quarter. But um, we knew coming in that these two guys were really going to be a lot to handle, and they proved to be every bit of that. I was hopeful that Tech would uh, you know, allow less than 347 rushing yards on the day. I was hoping that they could at least keep it under 200, and um, that did not pan out in Tech's favor. So d- despite the good stretches of defensive play, eventually the talent of Martinez and Vaughn and those uh, those linemen up front making some big running room for, for those two guys, despite that, uh, ended up just kind of running away with the game at the end. To kind of circle back and touch on some special teams, good or bad, you know, Tech did have a good... Uh, Tech did have a good... Um, run on the field goals. Sorry, I'm checking some comments. I'm trying to see if I can read them, but for some reason I can't read them. We did get some. Anyway, uh, back to it. Field goals, can't really expect much more from Wolf from what he did today. That 51-yarder he nailed after he got his practice kick in the first half was his career best. Two for three on the day, all three of them 40 yards plus. I have zero issues with this. I mean, a college kicker going two for three in that range, I think that's going to be a very good day for any kicker. Uh, I would like to point out a little bit, you know, kicking off out of bounds, that didn't help anybody. Uh, Drew Hocutt coming in and roughing the punter, that's not helping anybody. But not a whole lot of qualms with the special teams today, really. It's always kind of a question mark. Um, but today I, I didn't really have as as many of a, as much of an issue with it. I do think that um, – hang on just a second. Oh, yeah. Say, hey, Spencer, sorry, I'm kind of – I'm new to this whole running this thing. So Spencer just asked to to speak, so I'm going to let him him talk if he's in it. Uh, go ahead, man. Sorry, I, I didn't see that you had requested. Hey, no worries, man. I'm only going to be on for uh, 
a minute or so before I, I need to head out. Um, so when, when, when I was hearing you talk, you know, you were talking about the, the rushing defense and they, they, they just gave it to me big plays. It, it felt very familiar to a few years ago when you just saw like just poor tackling, uh, the, the parts of the game that, that I did see, I'll, I'll definitely have to go back and rewatch it before we get back together on Tuesday. But the parts I did see, man, it looked like our, our, our guys were in place. Um, and I, I don't know if it's a talent thing or mental, but they were there, um, so many times, especially on some of those, those bigger runs that Martinez and Vaughn were able to break. Uh, so it's both, um, you know, like encouraging to see like your defense is getting the guys there, but then discouraging and frustrating that, you know, once there, you, you weren't able to make the play. Um, I, I, I am a little curious and I, I, this is just, I guess, just a thought just to put out there how, how, um, you know, if, if there's a, a health concern with, with McNamara, uh, with with just we've seen how reluctant uh, McGuire has been to punt the ball, um, that fourth down on like what was it like on the forty or inside their, their own forty, um, man, that 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 felt like uh, that wasn't the, the the right time to be aggressive there. Um, and I, I don't know if it's if it's a like I said a health with McNamara or if like they're trying to just you know really lean into the, the punts suck aspect of just being aggressive on, on special teams, but that didn't feel like the right call then. Um, there there were another couple of of plays that you know I just felt like a weird uh, officiating. One was on that that punt. Um, that hook cut was called for running into the kicker where like Are there actually any penalty yards on that I couldn't I couldn't know because because I it, it looked like Kansas State declined the, the penalty for for whatever reason okay um but so he, he gets he gets flagged for running into, into the punter 30 seconds after the ball's gone because the punter's writhing around slamming his fist on the ground like screaming at, at, at the officials like if it wasn't a foul 10 seconds ago, why is it now a flag when, when he's thrown a fit, right? Like was, that, I didn't understand that down. one. Yeah. Yeah. And then ultimately, I, I guess it didn't matter because they, they declined the yardage there. Cause I, I don't know if it would have been enough for a first down or if they were going to just have to repunt and like, Hey, they, they almost blocked at that time. Let's not, let's not give them another shot at it. Um, and then like, I, again, I, I, I was watching this one with the sound on, um, that whistle on the oh, interception. Wow, absolutely a whistle. There like, I, I don't know. Whistles. I don't know how early in the play that, that whistle went, went off and I'll, I'll like, I'll, I'll, I'll try to capture that when we do our, our show on Tuesday. Um, but man, that, that there has to be something in, 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 in the bylaws where you can go back and like review that and be like, yeah, actually, you know, whether or not, it affected the play like we, we can't say for sure, but there was a whistle that happened during the play, and we just have to have to like just wipe that one away and reset it. Um, because I mean, golly, dude, like you can't blow a whistle in the middle of the play and like, yeah, not, nothing happened, so we're gonna let, 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 let the play stand. Um, and no, it may not have changed any, anything in the outcome of the game with just how, you know, the desperate situation the Texas Tech was in then, but 
you got to be better than that. So well, uh, to get, to get an, an onside kick recovery, which back to the special teams, excellent execution. But McNamara, for what it's worth, he did average 45 yards per punt today, and he had three punts. So he seemed okay today. But okay. Uh, to, to take that onside kick and then you know have a play that seemed like it was blown dead and be an interception that essentially ended the game, it's it needs to be scrutinized a little bit more. Uh, but like you said, you know Tech was really they were still behind two scores. There was a there was a lot of game that had to go just their way. Um, and I mean, but we won't get to see it. So I'm, I want to know what the explanation was too. I'm sure McGuire is being asked that right now. Uh, Spencer, before I mean, I'm going to wrap into some some comments and kind of and and go into a couple of Big Twelve scores. Did you have anything else you wanted to to add? No, man. I yeah. I gotta get going, but um, we're we're definitely gonna rewatch the game a little bit more 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 closely before we get back together. Uh, see what all happened. See, see if there were just a lot of you know breakdowns on the defense that uh, lats on those bigger runs, or if it was you know just you were there just poor tackling. Um, and I guess uh, figure out what the heck is happening to, to Oklahoma. Uh, yeah. Not that it means anything to us today, but. Yeah, I'll let you wrap it up, man, and uh, we'll we'll get back together on Tuesday. All right, sounds good, man. We'll talk to you later. That's Spencer of the Twenty Three Personal Podcast joining me, Michael, on the Twenty Three Personal Podcast. Uh, appreciate that he was able to jump in. I did want to just touch a little bit on some comments we got before I went live. Uh, Kyle Kyle Lane commented on our Twitter. You know, Donovan continues to go back and forth between brilliant plays and terrible ones. It's absolutely absolutely maddening that we beat ourselves today after the turnovers, missed field goal, and giving up huge plays. It's impressive we were still in this game. On to Oklahoma State and then a much-needed bye. Yeah, Kyle, I mean, it's – Smith's been, uh, you know, kind of, like we said, feast or famine, kind of back and forth. Um, it just – I need to rewatch it myself to really understand how the offense was just uh, that stale and just that flat for that long. Uh, you know, Pompeo Aviation comes in, says still a work in progress as expected. And you know what? You're right. And, and that is something that we came into this season. I came into the season thinking that Texas Tech would probably drop this game. I, um, you know, I came into this week thinking that. It's still not fun to see it actually happen. But this is going to be kind of a work in progress season. It's kind of nice to walk that back a little bit. No one likes to hear that after a loss, but it is true. And, and especially in a loss where there were just, a, you know, with four turnovers, uh, you, you know, just some really bad stretches of offensive play and then some, oh, some really bad stretches of defensive play. Just, a, I mean, if you took away five plays from Kansas state, I think this would be a completely different game. And to echo what Spencer was saying earlier, I think a lot of that defensive breakdown seemed to be just bad angles. I, I mean, by the time they realized that Martinez was coming, they were usually hooked around trying to chase him as opposed to head him off. So some of that was just some technique and some of it was some good athleticism on Kansas state's part. I mean, the, the, the real other thing I'd, I'd want to uh, just kind of want to talk about briefly today, you know, Oklahoma state, Oklahoma state's looming. That's going to be a, a big game. Today was kind of a big telling game. 
I'm still not sold on Tech's offense on the road, and they get to go to Stillwater next week, which is going to be really tough. And then just a kind of a quick look around the Big 12 because there's not many other games going just yet. I know that Kansas State and – or I'm sorry, Iowa State and Kansas have just kicked off about 30 minutes ago. That one's still scoreless right now. Oklahoma State is up 7-3 at Baylor and Waco. Uh, TCU absolutely housed OU 55-24. to um, You know, OU scored in the fourth quarter – a touchdown. So it was even worse than that until the fourth quarter. And then of course, you know, Kansas state taking out the red Raiders in Manhattan today, 37, 28 Spencer and I will be back Tuesday to recap a little bit more of what we probably missed in an instant reaction. There's always going to be stuff we missed, but we like to just kind of get our thoughts, our initial thoughts out there. We might backtrack a little bit on some things. We might double down on some things. So look for that on Tuesday when we record our uh, final recap of the Kansas State game, our preview of the Oklahoma State game. Keep your eyes open on the Oklahoma State-Baylor game. Still in the first quarter on Fox. Go ahead and switch over to that, and we'll kind of see what the Cowboys are up to. And for Spencer, I'm Michael. Please give us a follow at 23Personnel. You can follow me at Michael underscore LBK. You can follow Spencer at Punts Suck. He had that first, so just keep that in mind. Appreciate everybody listening and Reckham, we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast. Help us out by subscribing, rating the show, and leaving a review. Follow us on Twitter at 23 Personnel, Spencer at Punt Suck, and Michael at Michael underscore LBK. Be sure to catch the next episode. And until then, guns up and let the tortillas fly. Hear that? That's the sound of change being cooked up in our schools. Each day, school food professionals throughout California are working to make better meals for our kids, one tray at a time. These meal planning, sauce stirring, taste bud training professionals are making food for students from kindergarten to high school using fresher ingredients and flavors kids love. The secret ingredient to better school food in California? The dedicated professionals who are improving it every day. Learn more about how they're cooking up change at schoolfoodpros.org. Grant provided by California Community College's Chancellor's Office.